Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym. Stands for Greatest of All Time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter, at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, if you are still on Facebook, because we know the other day there was a whole debacle about what they're doing and how they're promoting certain information and not blocking other information. So it's up to you if you're comfortable. I'm still on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. You can also email me, I'm Saturdays with Joy Keys at hotmail.com. You can check the show out on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio oh, and Google. So wherever you are, you're listening to something else, you want to hear some information about ADHD, about breastfeeding, about MS, check out the show. Uh, look up Saturday mornings with Joy Keys. We're out there. Today we're talking about a topic that is very sensitive for the African-American community. And and many people think that um, our boys um, are being said, you know, told or diagnosed that they have this issue when they really don't. Um, Girls um, now becoming more aggressive, quote, unquote. Um, Do they have ADHD? Okay, let's give them some drugs. So I have two people on the show um, just here to talk to you about the real deal. What exactly is ADHD? You know, what are the signs, um, how to help people? They have a lot of support groups. I have a, an individual here from children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Their organization is called CHAD. Her name is Rashida Perry-Jones, and she is an award-winning writer, communication strategist, and parent education and coach. She is vice president and chief communication officer at SELF. Incorporated, a human services organization providing emergency and permanent supportive services and housing to individuals and families experiencing homelessness in Philadelphia. Good morning, Rashida. Good morning, Joy. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you again for coming awesome. on the show. Thanks I also for having have me. another. You're welcome. You're welcome. I have another guest here. Her name is Michelle Harris-Price. She serves on the board of the Attention Deficit Disorder Association, a different organization. They're for adults. She leveraged her early Internet fascination into a digital marketing agency that launched her first client to New York Times bestselling success. She became a popular speaker and trainer at the intersection of social media and expertise marketing for master coaches, 
consultants and trainers before she shut it all down to help care for her parents. Michelle works with the San Diego Diamond Business District on economic development for local entrepreneurs. So she's on the other side of the country. Good morning, Michelle. (laughs) Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you, ladies, for coming on the show. I was talking with you earlier, and both of these individuals are African-American. And I want to emphasize that because you guys know the show is focused on African-Americans and things that affect them. But anybody can listen to this topic. It is for anyone. But I just want to emphasize these two women are African-American, and they're working in this realm of people with ADHD, ADD. So I'm going to start off with Rashida. You know, what does this stand for again, this ADHD, and what does it mean when somebody has ADHD? Sure. So ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and it's a neurodevelopment um, condition affecting about um, 11% of school-age children. Um, A lot of times the symptoms continue into adulthood, and there are three different types of ADHD. There's the hyperactivity type where, you know, folks are generally hyper. There's the inattentive type. Sometimes people may say that folks just, you know, may daydream or uh, may not, you know, have that particular focus. And there's a combined type that's both both hyperactive and inattentive. Wow. So, Michelle, you are dealing Mm -hmm. with ADHD or ADD. Which one are you dealing with? I'm combined type, so I'm dealing with them both. You're dealing with them both. And when did you find out? I'm dealing with both When of them. did you find out? Well, I found out at the age of 46 after being identified as a highly gifted child. Not just gifted. 46? Wait a second. You 46. didn't find out until you were 46? 46, yes. 46 years wow. old. After I quit my and how job. Did, how, did, an how did that happen? How did that happen? Um, you know, the universe works in strange ways. So the first client that, that you talked about, the one that I was able to help become a New York Times bestseller, um, I became known for that in, that in that industry. So it's like the success industry. It's the personal development industry. So the Tony Robbins of the world, the Jack all those people that, that talk about success consciousness. So I, got, I was in that world, and my client told me, said, um, well, you know you have ADD, and I looked at him like, what you talking about, Willis? Like, how you going to tell me I got ADD, right? And I'm just thinking, why would he say that to me? He's the first person to ever say that to me, and I wonder why he said that. And then he looked at me and he said, it's okay. I have it too. And this is not, mind you, this is a multimillionaire that owns, like, a billion-dollar real estate company, and he's two years younger than me at this point, right? And I just said, okay, and I, and I, I listened and I heard it out. And then I um, got contacted by a friend who could not do a book campaign for this man named Dr. Daniel Amen. And when I looked, she said, can you do this campaign? I said, okay, I'll do that. I looked him up. Guess what? He's like the number one ADHD expert almost in the world, right? So I take a test on his site, and this one little question convinced me that what my client had said was probably true. And the question was, do you feel an inordinate sense of pride at completing tasks that other people consider are completely normal, like paying bills on time or showing up somewhere on time or, you know, things like that? And I just thought, oh, my God, I wonder if I really do have this thing, right? 
And wow, like, that's crazy. I, yeah, it is crazy. Now, now it's crazy, Rashida, but it all makes sense. It all makes sense. It makes sense when I look back. Oh, now, yeah. Rashida, oh, she's yeah. telling her story. Mm-hmm. Um, are these things that you've heard from other people because you're a parent educator and coach and you help family members raising children with ADHD? Does her story sound familiar to you? It it does sound familiar. Um, I largely, you know, as you said, deal with parents and deal with, you know, parents raising children um, with ADHD. But I have heard about, you know, folks having, you know, a kind of a late diagnosis with, diagnosis with um, ADHD. The folks I deal with, their children have been diagnosed usually, you know, by five or maybe by eight, sometimes by 14 years old. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they kind of see that their child has something that's going on that may be a little bit different. You know, the child may be unable to focus or may not be able to pay attention to um, detail, uh, may not appear to listen, um, and those types of things can affect their schoolwork. But it's important at a younger age, if you can, when you start seeing those different things, to have your child go under some type of evaluation. My daughter, um, who um, has ADHD, was, you know, tested, and she was a gifted child. However, I saw that, you know, although she scored very well, had very high grades, that when she was in school and then when she was at home, she still had difficulty focusing, she had difficulty completing tasks, although she was exuberant and had all this energy and all this creativity, you know, my concern was like, I don't want to wait until she fails at something to get her some type of, some type of help. So I saw it, you know, early on that she had challenges and struggling with completing tasks, staying on task, um, following multiple kind of directions, and wanted to, you know, get some type of intervention early on. Yeah, the uh, some of the lists that are on Chad's website, they talk about fidgets with hands and feet or squirms and chairs, has difficulty remaining seated, runs about, climbs excessively, um, acts as if driven by a motor, uh, fails to give close attention to details, has difficulty sustaining attention, does not appear to listen, struggles to follow with instructions, loses things, is easily distracted, is forgetful in daily activities, difficulty waiting and taking turns. Um, now, they also mention about co-occurring issues that children may have, like some children with ADHD have Tourette and other symptoms. They also say children with ADHD are at risk for serious problems in adolescence and adulthood. Michelle, do you remember your adolescence? Um, do you remember early adulthood? Um, they talk about driving problems, difficulty with peers, risky sexual behavior, substance abuse. <laughs> Did you have any behaviors that people were like, why are you doing that? I mean, mm-hmm. if you feel comfortable. No, that's the interesting I don't want to, like, thing. Here's you... the thing. No, 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 no. I am happy to tell you all my story, okay? Let me tell you that okay. this is more common than anybody thinks, and it is genetic. So if a kid has it, one of the parents has it. Somebody has it. They didn't just come up with it unless there was trauma there. And there's a way to, you know, to discern how much of this is trauma-related. And I'm listening to the – because what we know about ADHD has come from all these studies on all these kids. Nobody has done study on adults. These kids – and they say about 5% of adults have it, and 85% are undiagnosed. So – 
if the kids have it, look to one of the parents because it's genetic. Okay, that's mm. the first thing. Second thing, my mother was bipolar, probably with ADHD, undiagnosed, but she graduated from Dillard University in the 40s. She was part of the American Negro Theater in Harlem. My father was in the military as a chief petty officer, the first one in Alaska where I was born. This thing is not as cut and dried as people want to make it. I'm listening to your checklist. I did none of those things as a child. I can, there is this thing called hyperfocus. We can hyperfocus. It's not that we can't focus. This is a disorder of executive function. It's an executive function deficit disorder. So that's what Rashida is now. <laughs> Rashida, mm-hmm. do you hear her discussing this issue of genetics? Um, it says that uh, when I'm reading, more than 20 genetic studies have shown evidence that it is strongly inherited. But there are also other factors. It talks about exposure to lead and pesticides, premature birth, low birth weight, and brain injury. In your experiences, the children you've dealt with, have they had any of these issues? Have the parents have ADHD and or have they had any of these issues of lead, low birth weight, brain injury, trauma uh, before birth? Sure. Well, the, the the research is is kind of not clear on what actually causes um, ADHD. Like you said, there are issues of it being inherited and some other things. From the parents that I um, largely deal with, sometimes they also have ADHD and it's undiagnosed. Um, with my daughter, um, neither myself, I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD, but when I take tests online about do you have ADHD, you know, oftentimes it comes up that I, I do, but I have not been evaluated yet. Neither did my um, was my husband. So there is a strong component that is inheritable, and what happens with that is oftentimes parents have undiagnosed ADHD, so it can be difficult for them to provide some of the structure that often, you know, 80, you know, children with ADHD need in their household. So it can be like a catch-22 sometimes. And sometimes when parents are, you know, trying to help their children, they discover that they may have ADHD or see a lot of these same types of symptoms. Mm. Now, in your experience, uh, Marshita, girls or boys, do you see more girls or boys being diagnosed having ADHD, ADD? Well, well the research suggests that, Boys tend to be diagnosed more because oftentimes they have the hyperactive type, and um, the research suggests that girls have the inattentive type. My daughter was like high H, like almost off the chart H. Um, the person who evaluated her actually said, I've never scored someone, you know, this high. Um, oftentimes it's overlooked in girls because it may be, you know, the inattentive type, and um you know, the, ch- the child may be a bit quiet um, and, you know, oftentimes overlooked. But that's why it's important to, for, for parents and for teachers to kind of, you know, know about ADHD, know about some of the symptoms and know how it's presented so that you can be doing, you know, a check kind of with your class and with your, with your, um, with your children to see if any of these symptoms uh, persist. I mean, there was some studies that has thought that, you know, black children in particular were diagnosed at a higher rate for ADHD. But recent studies have shown that actually, you know, black children are not and oftentimes may be underdiagnosed. And white children Absolutely. tend to be diagnosed, 
you know, more so with ADHD, which means that, you know, if you're diagnosed with ADHD, there are certain things that you're afforded if you're a child in school. You can get an IEP. You can get accommodations yes. that can help your child along okay, in school. Rashida, so, Rashida, let's slow down a second. I want to mm-hmm. go back to that. You just said IEP. Let the audience know because they may not know what that means. What is an IEP? So an IEP is an individualized education plan. And it's a, or some people say individualized education program, where it's uh, that is something that is you're you're entitled to, your child is entitled to by law if they have been, you know, diagnosed with ADHD or some other type of condition that is covered by this particular um, act of Congress. So you can work with your school, you can work with um, whoever your health care provider is, is to create a plan to make sure and to help your child succeed. The school will have to follow it. They are bounded by law to follow it. If they do not, you do have um, opportunities to seek, you know, legal uh, representation to make sure that it's done. Now, Michelle, yes, and can you I found add to that? A, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, ask your I was going to say that you you found out at a late age. How are you coping with this? And do certain things trigger you? Is food, um, uh, certain exercising, uh, stress? Talk to the audience about your coping skills and things that may trigger your symptoms. Well, what what happens? What happens? Um, I actually started a support group for high IQ plus ADHD individuals, and it's self-select. So you select yourself. I started that group because I never saw my story in any of the stories that I kept reading about people and their ADHD. I never saw that there was an intelligence component, and now it's it's called twice exceptional. So there is this term, 2E, and it's twice exceptional. So what that means is high IQ plus ADHD or dyslexia or all these other things um, you talked a little bit about co-occurring, uh, co-occurring things, and, you know, with adults, the issue is um, when you're diagnosed late, you've already gone through all this. So when you mentioned self-medication, like self, I self-medicated, yes, I did, with, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. drugs as a, child, as, a kid, as a teen, like, you know, but it was just, I, didn't, I don't even think that I was self-medicating at that point, but the way that um, the way that, that, that happened for me was, when you're smart, you figure out how to cope. You find coping skills. So you have workarounds, and you don't let people know. You're smart enough not to let people know that you're having problems, right? That's the issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it, it, and in my family particularly, we were a family of educated people, educated black people, okay? So on the East Coast, everybody goes to school. And my mother, you know, everybody, that was the thing. You went to high school. You went to college. You got, uh, you know, you, were, you became a professional, that's the thing, okay? Out here on the West Coast, we, we moved out on the West Coast. I didn't do none of that. I got married at 18, okay? Uh, had a baby by So 19, how did you cope 20. now when you were older? When you were older, what do you do now? Do it was stuff I didn't cope. Are you I a did vegan? Not you did not Mm-mm. cope. Okay. No, I'm not a vegan. I did cope. None of that. None of that because you don't <laughs> – what it is is that that's something that um, you resist any kind of structure. So I raised my kids with no structure because I had all kinds of structure and I hated it. But I realized if I had not had that structure, there's no way I would have turned out the way I did because I had one daughter Mm -hmm. who did not require structure. I ended up marrying a man 
that had ADHD worse than me, and I had no idea that's what it was. Neither one of us knew that's what we had. And then we have this daughter, and she's got it too, right? And we don't know this. I didn't, and I didn't convince her until she was in her early 30s that she had it. I finally had to just tell the whole family. I have four generations of this in my family, now, and nobody Rashida, knew any of this. Rashida, do you think, let me ask you this. Okay, when people are pregnant, they have a baby, and they check them for certain illnesses, do you think parents should automatically maybe say, you know what, let me get my child checked for ADHD when they're, like, in, in, in middle school, elementary school? Is, is it, should that be, like, a checklist for parents? Well, Black parents? There, there isn't. So there isn't necessarily a genetic genetic test right now that can identify if someone has ADHD. There are some. Mm-hmm. There's some research going on that tries to show that there are, are a component of different genetic tracers that may add up to someone having ADHD. I always suggest that if you if if you think that your child has ADHD, it's, you know, you should get your child evaluated. Oftentimes, you know, these different types of sy- symptoms that we've been talking about, fidgeting, Rashida, talking. Rashida, I want to get you to slow down, uh, slow down for a second. I want to go sure. back to evaluate it. When you say evaluate, where do we go as a parent to get evaluated? Am I going to the school counselor? Do I need to go to a psychologist, a psychiatrist? Where should I mm-hmm. take my child? So you have several different options. You know, oftentimes the best time to start, the best place to go is to your pediatrician and to ask your pediatrician to refer you to a psychologist. However, you also have an option, particularly in the public school system, to have your child evaluated through the school, you know, counselor or school psychologist. So you have two mm-hmm. different options. If you do have um, that work done through the school, the school will have access to your child's um, evaluation. If you decide to get it done privately, even with insurance, there generally is an additional cost, but you can make the decision when or if you want to share that information with the child's school or to whom you might want to share that information with. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Michelle. Now, I worked at the School of Medicine. I worked at the School of Medicine at UCSD for 20 years. They don't teach doctors anything about ADHD in medical school. Very little. Medical doctors. And what about psychologists, psychiatrists? They don't teach them much either. They don't get a whole lot. And so as Mm -hmm. adults, one of the things that most of the the adults here at ADA, they are really struggling trying to get diagnosed because there's a lot of doctors out there that don't believe in it. They don't know anything about it. And I really think we're doing – We've got to fix this, y'all, because this is facilitating the school-to-prison pipeline for our boys to stay mm-hmm. here. To now, stay let here. me ask you. I wanted to you, – you're working with ADA, which is Attention Deficit Disorder Association. What types of support yes. are out there? I saw your pages. They have a beautiful page. You have, like, we support have, uh, groups and all types of things. Tell the audience what types of support you guys have. We offer everything. Um, we talk about uh, our thing is start and then connect and grow and then serve, right? So basically when you connect, we have webinars, weekly webinars. We have courses. We have interactive online courses, and we have um, close to 30 support groups of all types that you can think of, virtual support groups. We have them for young adults. I wish we had 
more African-American young adults who would show up. We do have one for African-Americans or blacks, the black diaspora. We have one for women over 50. We have one for uh, uh, non-ADHD partners. So, you know, you're frustrated with your partner. We got a group for you, right? Men. I also saw you have a mobile app. You you have a mobile app. Yes, we have a mobile app. We have a mobile app. Uh-huh. Right. That sounds we do. really cool. And, and, mm-hmm. and what that does is that helps you journal. The, we, that's a journaling app. We also have what we call in TAD Talks this year. I'm really emphasizing these TAD Talks, which is it's our version of a TED Talk, but it's only okay. nine minutes instead of, instead of 18 because of our attention span. Very cool. So we have Very a, cool. And this year, this year, what I asked everybody to do was to tell their ADHD hero's journey because I feel like people need to hear your story, your adult story. Um, there are yeah, so, so many adults that did not get diagnosed out. as kids. Mm-hmm. So many. Rashida, now so you, many. you're working with Chad. You're working with Chad. Talk to us about some of the services that they have that can help people, parents, children, um, partners maybe. Um, I saw like an ADHD toolkit. Talk to us about your organization's support services. Sure. Well, well, uh, Chad has a plethora, lot, lot, just like that of, um, of um, information for people with ADHD as well as caregivers raising children with ADHD, teachers, uh, professionals working with folks with ADHD on the uh, chad.org website. As a parent, you know, Chad was where I went to get information. You know, being an African-American woman, you know, raising a daughter diagnosed with ADHD, I didn't know too much about ADHD. I didn't know where to get support, and um, I was able to take something called the parent-to-parent training class, uh, which Chad offered. And um, through that, I think it was like a nine-week course that my husband and I took, you know, we learned a lot about different types of um, treatments for ADHD. We learned about behavior modification. We learned about, you know, having token systems and incentives for for um, our daughter, and that was very important. But Chad.org, you can become a member. Um, there's a yearly membership fee, or you can pay it, you know, a small amount during, you know, each month. And you have access to a lot of information um, that's very, very helpful. Chad also is, uh, runs what is called the National Resource Center, which is a, a resource center on ADHD that is totally – made the major funding comes from the CDC. So the actual um, Centers for Disease um, Control looks to Chad and looks to the National Resource Center as their research on – as their um, kind of organization and their um, touch point for research on ADHD. Wow. Yes, so we know, got I Chad. I will say that we are actually, Ada is actually starting to um, be advocating for more adult research because mm-hmm. this thing doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people Well, that's what I was grounded. reading. It, it stays with you. It's not something that's going away, but there mm-hmm. is support mm-hmm. out there. So you have chad.org, mm-hmm. you have add.org. There are mm-hmm. places out there for you to get support. Ladies, thank you. We have run out of time. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and um, all the knowledge thank that you, you shared. If anybody missed this show, they're, they're just tuning in. The show is archived. It will be archived on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, uh, ladies. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Joy. You appreciate thank you. you so much. Okay.
no I problem. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, mm-hmm. bye-bye. Thank you, Great everybody, meet. for tuning. Oh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, I'm going to have another show coming up. I'm speaking with author, researcher, Andrea Freeman, about her book, Skims. It's dealing with breastfeeding and racism. Hmm, imagine that. So that's coming up next. But, again, this show is archived, and you can check it out here at Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and a variety of other places where you download your podcast. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday mornings with Joy Keys. We have a page, and we have a group on Facebook. And you can check me out on Instagram. Um, Thank you so much. It's Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. Uh, Stay tuned for our next show. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.